Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hi, you guys, Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. When it comes to investing, Mars needs a little more help from Venus. Gary Stone, the founder of Share Wealth Systems, has researched, analyzed, and observed firsthand for over 20 years the different roles that men and women tend to take in an investing household. In Gary's research, women are the better investors and should take a more active role. Gary discusses the curse of the Marlboro Man and how men can get tripped up with pride and ego. Gary talks about his own trading journey and the tools and the tactics that he himself uses to keep his own mindset in check. It's a great interview with somebody who has had enormous experience in the markets. Louise Bedford also joins us in MindPower to talk about getting unstuck, how to take action to expand rather than contract. It's a good one. Here she is now. I had a trader approach me the other day and he said to me, Louise, I am very, very, very stuck. I want to help you get unstuck. I want to give you the advice that I gave to this gentleman because I do think so many of us at the moment feel that we're not moving ahead, we're not progressing and that level of stagnation isn't good for our heart. Don't be the drowning man clinging on to your anchor. Become unstuck because being stuck should scare you. The first thing I want you to do is to stop listening to your feelings. You know, when my 14-year-old says to me, I don't feel like cleaning my room, what do you do as a parent? It's got nothing to do with the way that you feel. The action is the thing that is required. But we forget that as adults. I want you to ask yourself some serious questions and you might be able to do this even with a close friend and I'll give you the questions that you can ask yourself to become unstuck. Firstly, ask your friend, maybe even a few friends, what is it about me that is special? I want you to hear your personal qualities. What is it about you that makes you you? And other people can help you judge. Ask, what gifts do you see that I'm not using currently? That is such a key thing. Often we can be so myopic in terms of our own life, yet for others our gifts are incredibly apparent. Ask, what do you want to abolish? So right now, if you had to write down five things that you wanted to strip out from your life, what would they be? 
I think we've got into a situation where we add so much more again and again and again to our lives until we have no room to breathe. What are the things you should be getting rid of? And ask, what do you want to have in 12 months? Now, I don't just mean assets. Ask yourself about personal qualities and skills and abilities. In 12 months' time, what do you want to have garnered and gathered? It's such a key question. It's so easy to let the years go past, but not to actually improve. What's been following you around in your life that is surprising? Now, I'll give you an example of my own life here, but for you it will be something different. For me, no matter what I did, I couldn't escape my love of psychology. Even though I ended up in quite a technical field dealing with finance, psychology was definitely something that kept following me around. So who am I to deny that? I may as well just sink myself into it and write psychology products and prepare psychology segments for you on Talking Trading. You have to live your gifts. You have to expand rather than contract. And the way to do it is by reveling in the things that you are naturally good at. Ask, what would my perfect life look like? And what would my perfect day look like? To live a beautiful trading life, you have to start with a beautiful trading day. And this is why habits are important. I've done a lot of research on habits over the last few years and the thing that I think a habit does is it takes away conscious control so that it frees you up to exercise your willpower. The thing is if we're always finding that we're having to do new things every day and we haven't committed those habits to something that is unconscious, we're having to use willpower to do things like read books, to look at our charts, to fill in our spreadsheet. All of that saps your willpower and it doesn't avail you to higher level thinking. So think about the habits that you want to cultivate and maintain. Some will be serving you, but others will not. I hope that's helped you get a little bit unstuck so that you can move forward. A bit of introspection is good. Go forth and live your trader's life. Need a little short-term trading magic in your life? Chris Tate and I are touring Australia to give you our one-day course so that you can trade the short-term trends and raid the markets. We're coming to the Gold Coast, Sydney, Perth and Melbourne. And you want to be in that room as we reveal our secrets. Go to tradinggame.com.au for details. tradinggame.com.au Gary Stone is the founder of ShareWealth Systems. He's the developer of the charting product Beyond Charts and the creator of SPA3 Trading System. He is also the author of Blueprint to Wealth, a book which brings basic investing information and knowledge to a wider audience by opening people's eyes up to simple ways of investing your money. After 20 years of experience in the markets, Gary has researched, observed, and analysed the different roles that men and women tend to take in the investment household. We talk to him now. Gary Stone, hello and welcome back to Talking Trading. Good to be with you, Caroline. 
<laughs> Gary, let's talk about the main roles that men and women play in investing. What are the main roles that women play in the investing decisions in a household? Well, Caroline, there's two ways to look at it. There's, uh, there's what uh, women, the role they play currently, and then based on on my experience, you like, but also research that comes out, the role they should be playing. So let's talk about the one they are playing uh, at the moment first. You're a happily married man, right? We'll just get that uh, straight. I certainly am of uh, nearly 31 years. <laughs> the, the role that women are playing, um, the majority at the moment, so when I look, uh, you know, having been having run a coaching business and dealt with individual investors who look after their own investments for nearly 22 years now, is that the majority of our clients are men who actually do the investing. And the role that, that I've found over the years that women tend to play is, is one of asking the big questions. It's, it's the one that I call the board, the role of the board, if you like, or the, you know, the, the, the male having to report to the board on, on how things are going. And when you go to board meetings, you know, you get asked these, these big, uh, big picture perspective questions and you have to front up and, and report. And so that, that's the role that, that I think uh, most women play at, at the moment. And I think it's a great role. Not all men use the you know the women in their lives in that role, but it's a great role. But I think they could be doing a bit more. What else could they be doing? Well, the re- research shows that um, the, the the perceptions are that women are more emotional than men, and uh, men are pretty emotional too. And certainly, when it comes to investing, probably too emotional. Um, men, women tend to have uh, when it comes to investing more positive emotions with respect to investing and men more negative emotions. So the, the anger and frustration, I've heard a saying uh, that I learned very early in my career, that the measure of a man is how long it takes him to get angry. Oh. And, and men tend to get frustrated and angry far quicker than women. So even though women have, are perceived to be emotional, their emotions tend to be the more soft emotions. And sometimes when men say, oh, females, women are too emotional, it's, it's to do more with, with the soft emotions of, you know, of love and feelings and things like that. Those are good feelings when it comes to investing in the stock market. So, so I think women should be playing more of an active role in the decision making when it comes to investing. Who's the better investor, a man or a woman? I think women are for, for that reason. I think you know, this don't, uh, that doesn't mean they're perfect. You know, let's be frank here. All uh, investors need to have a process. And that process needs to be worked out and researched before the act of investing actually starts taking place. Given that there is an investing process in place, an investing plan or whatever you want to call it, once that uh, now comes to time to execute the process, women are better executors of process than what men are. I didn't expect that answer. Why else are women better investors? I think also... Women tend to, well, let's get back onto the emotions. Men tend to get angry and frustrated quicker. And what that causes is breaking of process. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the sticking to process that is the key thing in, when it comes to investing. So the, the process that's been worked out beforehand, you know, it's one thing knowing what to do, which is devising the process. And another thing totally different and at a higher level is doing what you know. And women are better at doing what they know that what men are. Men tend to throw in you know, this, their knee-jerk reactive situations and they throw in the extra spice in the heat of the moment without, uh, whereas women tend to say, here's the process, here's the recipe, this has worked before, I'm going to stick to it. And if something happens like we don't have this ingredient right now, 
I'm going to make up for it, but not in a, in a, in a big picture way where I'm just going to throw other stuff in. We might leave it out or put something else into improvise, whereas men will go and knee-jerk react and throw in you know, the, the 10 spices that are just not even on the, in the recipe or in the process. <laughs> How common is it for a man to say, I know better than this? It's ego. So that's the other reason. So we're getting to it. So, so, so ego and pride. Women, women are less egotistical. Um, that, that is a fantastic trait to have when it comes to, to, to investing. You know, this, I'm, better, I'm, be, I'm better than the process. I'm bigger than the process. I'm the Marlborough man. I can work this out on the run. Is, is just not, you know, it's just not conducive to being a consistently successful investor over, over many executions. Whereas, whereas women, will, 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 they'll suck in the ego. Their pride isn't as big a thing. They're happy to, to, to let go of the pride and say, okay, I made a mistake this time. Uh, we, we're just going to let that go and we'll move on to the next one. So how would you recommend men overcome their ego? Because obviously you it, have after so long trading. Yeah, golf helps quite a bit. It, it's, a, it's a great leveler. <laughs> it's something that we all have to work on. I mean, you know, the, the stock market, the returns and the feedback you get from the stock market are so objective, correct to one cent. So, so when we're getting up, when we're getting poor feedback, we're getting poor returns. There's a reason why it's happening, and to carry on doing the same old thing is just silly. And we know that's you know, whoever said it, Albert uh, Einstein, I think, said it was the. Uh, it was the definition of insanity was is doing the same old thing and expecting a different different outcome is that we have to um, we have to start looking at how we change and and those to, to improve our returns sure the process is something we work on but we also have to work on who we are as a person and and what our traits are as a human being and uh, and certainly getting control of of ego getting control of pride you got to work on that. You got to come up with a, with a process, whether it's you know deep breathing, calming down, getting control of, of 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 your anger and your frustration, and and your and your pride. You you got to find out what works for you. Typically, you know, some exercise of some sort, um, deep breathing, having some uh, having some affirmations, if you like. Well, I I did this. You know, I started doing this 15. What's it now? 2017, 17, 18, 19 years ago. I had a bunch of affirmations that I would read out to myself before I did every trade, and they were printed next to on the cabinet next to my desk where I did my where I did my my decision making for investing. And before I did any buy or sell, I'd read all those out, and those affirmations eventually get programmed into the subconscious until it becomes just automatic to to pull the trigger to buy or sell without without getting the ego or the pride in, in the way. That's a really nice personal quality that you've just shared with us. Can you share another way that you overcame your ego? Have you noticed a large improvement in your results the less ego you've had? Certainly. You know, um, not, not, uh, what people tend to do is not talk about their bad trades and talk about their good trades. So, so I set a goal to not ever talk about my, my good outcomes. But, but I, I, I made a point of to get over the, the hurdle of trying to keep those bad trades, those bad outcomes you know, locked away, is I made a point of actually talking to them about, about them to people. And you know, to me, a bad trade is not a lost trade. A bad trade is is not following the process, whether it was profitable trade or a lost trade. And so, what I had to do is fess up to somebody that I'd you know, I'd been an idiot and I'd not followed the process. So, so right or wrong is not determined by outcome. Right or wrong is determined by by how well you follow the process. And uh, and you know, people would then perceive, well, you know, you, you got to. You, you, you're a profit out of this trade, but you're telling me it is a bad trade be, because you didn't follow this process. That should be okay. And I say, no, it's not okay. I want you to tell me, to give me feedback that it, that it wasn't a, a, a good trade because 
there's going to come a time where I don't follow the process and it's going to be a huge loss trade. So I've got to, I want you know, the measurement of a good or bad trade is based on how well you follow the process. Let's go back to men and women. Why would women warm to the concepts in your book? You know, we're all human beings and regardless of the traits that we have that make us you know, ind- individuals and, and human is, is that we do need process because we will make mistakes. There's no doubt about that. So the whole idea of, of having a process that you uh, trust is, is about putting the preparation in before uh, you actually design the process, if you like, you actually compile the process. And that requires research. So the book has tons of research uh, to convince the left brain, if you like, the analytical part of us, to say, okay, I, I'm, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to accept some of this research to build a process of my own. Not, maybe not as it stands, uh, uh, but as an input into the research that I would do and maybe do a bit more and then build that process. So man, you know, male or female, that research it would be a huge start. If not, for some people, it could be all the research they need to do. And the book itself then has the process um, written out in detail. So it's a template that, that any female could start with to say, right, um, this is the recipe, this is the process that I'm going to include as part of what, what I'm going to do. And how is your book going, Gary? It's doing very well. It's been out five months now. Um, so sales at the numbers we've got, people tell me that for an independent published book, it's that's it's well above average. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy with that. We uh, The stepping stones that it's, it's got along the way to um, – yeah, it, it started it's, – it's almost like a movement. Uh, most of the book is about uh, bringing basic information and knowledge to the wider population, starting from people in their, even their late teens all the way up to their 70s and 80s. And it's, it's, it's a movement that, in my view, is taking on the establishment, the financial establishment, um, to open people's eyes up to doing it other simpler ways than just handing your money over to a managed fund or a mutual fund. Final piece of advice for, for both men and women investing. Yeah, well, I, I think the advice for both is there. I think, uh, as I've just uh, discovered now, but for women particularly to – you know, to, to start taking more of an active process in, in the investing uh, decisions in the household. P- playing the board role is, is, is a huge role. There's no doubt about that. It's, uh, but, but also to start getting involved in actual, the actual execution um, would, would be a great thing, I think. And men? Men to you know, get control of, of, their, of their traits, to first of all know who you are as a person and, and then to, to work on that. You know, the, in the book, I actually make the statement to Ian, who's this – fictitious composite customer, if you like, that I'm mentoring. And, and I make the statement to him that you know, becoming an act, a successful active investor actually makes you a better person. And on that note, Gary Stone, thank you for your time. It's a pleasure once again, Caroline. Stay tuned next week to hear Chris Tate take an in-depth look at the markets. I'm Caroline Stephen. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.